don't have to worry about that. Uh, if you have any questions about it, you don't even need to have a partner. You can just come and they'll partner you up with somebody. But if you have any questions, you can see TJ or Kelly, or you can look on the NMBC Cornhole League Facebook page. How about that? All that stuff in one thing, right? Not amazing. So this morning, we also are going to take up uh, two offerings. We're going to take up an our regular offering, but later on, we're going to take up an offering for the Dewey family. Uh, in that offering, if you make out a check, you can make it out to the church and just put uh, Dewey family in the memo, and that's fine. We'll know in that offering uh, where all of those are going. So at this time, we'll have our ushers come for our regular Sunday morning tithes and offerings. So this is our regular Sunday morning tithes and offering. Amen. Look at these fine young ushers that are walking down the aisle. Amen. For some reason, they feel like they're getting younger. I don't know if you know how that feels. But uh, yeah, all right. Good job, guys. Y'all doing all right? All right. All right. Don't give them a hard time, all right? It's hard enough getting them to do it the first time. No. Actually, we had volunteers this morning, amen? So we're thankful for that. And we're asked, let's ask the Lord's blessing on the offering. Lord, we are thankful for our church, for this place to worship, to minister. Dear Lord, we understand that uh, it takes the funds to make these things happen, and we pray that you'd bless this. We pray that we would use them wisely. We're thankful to be a part of a giving church. Dear Lord, I pray that you'd uh, keep blessing the giving. Bless us as we give to missions, as we seek to uh, minister in our community. Help us, dear God, to be a lighthouse in this community for the gospel of Jesus Christ. In your wonderful name we pray. Amen. heaven. Everybody stand. The wondrous love of Jesus sing his mercy and his grace in the mansions bright and blessed
you all may be seated. Today is Youth Sunday. You all can be seated too. Today is Youth Sunday, so we've got some special music from our youth. So, uh, Bella Rose, you want to come up? You're first up. This one's a little special to me. <laughs> She's my baby. And I love her. And she makes me feel bad sometimes because she's, she gets up. Well, here's why she makes me feel bad. Because Mike told me on Tuesday, hey, you think Bella can sing? I'm like, sure she can. So Friday comes around, and uh, I hadn't told her yet. <laughs> and she says to her mom, why didn't he say anything? Why, did, why, do they, why, are they, why is Mr. Mike just letting me know is what she says. And her mom says, well, your dad knew on Tuesday. So I don't know what's going on here. You got that taken care of? All right. But she's first up on the list, and I love her little heart because she does not, she will not miss a day without doing her devotion. And that, um, that convicts me because it's easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle of the day, and you get to the end of the day, and it hadn't been done, and you think, well, maybe tomorrow. But she, uh, she is determined that she needs to spend her time with Jesus, and I'm thankful for that. So, Bella Rosie. I could rest here in your 
came get that microphone right there she sang for us and uh, some of us knew she could sing but it was also a surprise to some other folks and she did amazing and so she's gonna sing for us as well again this morning Seems like you're hiding your face from me. I will admit that I wrestle with my thoughts, struggle with all of the sorrow deep. How long will you leave me here without answers, crushed by the words of my
is a river of gladness that pours from Emmanuel's veins. The sinner was plunged beneath the flood God saved. Since then I walk in forgiveness. All of my guilt was erased. The chains of the past are broken at last. I got saved. Washes 
We're going to sing this song. It's a new song. Well, we sang it a couple times, but I guess I didn't properly introduce it. But it's just been on my heart, especially after those two songs. The song's called The Half Hasn't Been Told. And, uh, and it talks about how you hear about Jesus and you get saved. And you think that that's what it was all about, that that's all Jesus was doing for you. And if that's all he did for us, that would be enough to give him our praise, to give him our lives. Even if he did nothing else, if he just went to the cross and he saved you from hell, that'd be enough. But you start walking with the Lord and you realize he was more than that. What you thought of, of Jesus and when you came forth to get saved, there was so much more. And they just, the half hasn't even been told of how good God was going to be to you as you walked every day of your life. How he was going to walk you through a storm that you didn't think you'd be able to get through. How he was going to meet a financial need that you didn't know was going to happen. How he was going to be your good shepherd. How he was going to uh, do these things for you. Uh, a present help in a very time of need. He was just more than, than what we could ever think or comprehend. He just doesn't get our praise like he should. Again, if it was just going to the cross for us, that would have been enough. But every day you wake up with mercy new. Every day you wake up with a breath that you didn't do, he did it. Every day you get blessed with these things that he's done outside of salvation. He's better than we deserve. The half hasn't even been told of how good God can be in your life. And you say, well, I don't, I've not experienced these things. Well, maybe you're just not walking as close to God as you need to be. Maybe you're, maybe, maybe it's not God that is afar off. Maybe you are afar off from God. And that's why you're not experiencing these blessings, his power, his presence in your life. That's something that every day I try to be thankful for because I don't know how we make it without him. So as we sing this song, let's give him our praise today. We praise all these other things. We praise sports figures. We praise Jalen Hurts like he's going to do something for us, Lamar Jackson. Even if they win the Super Bowl, I ain't going to do anything for your day. You're going to wake up the next day, you're going to have the same struggle. You're going to have the same difficulty that you had in life. You can't pray to Lamar. You can't pray to Jalen. But there's a God in heaven who not only saved your soul, but he's faithful, even when we're not, to carry us through. There's times of life when we just feel like we can't even pick ourselves up. The half hasn't been told.
Sunday school next door. And we were reading from Romans chapter number 8. In Romans chapter number 8, Paul is bringing out this logical argument. And he's showing us what all Christ has done for us, what all has happened for us because of Christ paying our penalty and all of that. And he says, he reasons with them. And he says, listen, you don't owe your flesh anything. Your flesh has never done anything for you. It's never helped you. And if you keep following a life that serves self, because that's really what that flesh means. Yeah. You keep following a life that serves self, you're going to end up dead, killing every relationship you love, alone, dead, dying. Why would you think that you owe that flesh that you keep living to and feeding, why do you think you owe him something? As a matter of fact, he flips it around. He says, don't you realize that you are a debtor yeah. to grace? Yeah. Yes. Jesus Christ has paid your pardon. You had a debt that was so insurmountable that you could never pay it. Yeah. And before you even asked him to, he went and paid it off. Said, if you'll just come follow me, it's paid in full. And somehow we got in our minds that God owes us something. Yeah. When we owe him everything. Yeah. My humble plea this morning would be stop living your life for yourself. Right. And come and I know you'll never do it, but maybe try to pay Jesus back a little bit mm -hmm. for all that he's done for you.
my worries for sure I've got nothing new How could I express All my gratitude I could sing these songs As I always do song must end and you never do so I throw up my hands and praise you again and again cause all that I have is a Response. I've got just one move with my arms stretched wide. I will worship you. So I throw up my hands and praise you again and again.
or whatever. You have to come back tonight to hear Robbie preach. The Lord's just, uh, I think he's doing something that we need to, uh, we need to be honest with about this evening, this morning. You know, we come in each Sunday morning and, and we worship together and the Lord's so good to meet with us. And the Holy Spirit is, is real. And I, I I, I know we've, we talk about this so much, and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but it is rare, okay? It's wonderful, it's unique, and it's rare. It's all of these things. There's a very specific purpose, I believe, for it. The Holy Spirit is ministering in our hearts. And the Holy Spirit is making himself evident to share the gospel, to share the reality of the Christian walk with you. I, I know that there are lost people that come in every week who don't know the Lord. I know it. Maybe you are trusting a profession of years ago, but the real truth of it is when you examine your life and when you look at, at what's going on, you say, I don't live for Christ during the week. I hardly consider Christ, we, we, this was this morning, our whole topic, spiritually minded people. The whole difference that Paul lays out in the believer is that he has a mind that is spiritual. He is looking after spiritual things. He's thinking all the time, how can I please the Lord? And when he doesn't, he's hurt inside. And for so many, that is just not the case. But yet you come into a service and you see and sense the Holy Spirit moving. See, it doesn't mean that because you're not a Christian, it doesn't affect you. So when the Holy Spirit starts moving, you know something's going on. And as a matter of fact, you're kind of drawn to it and you kind of like it. But just to come and sit in a service and feel the Holy Spirit move does not mean that you are a part of the kingdom of heaven. That you're a child of God. It doesn't mean that you have pulled fully into the benefits of what God has for you. And I want to be so plain this morning. I want to be so direct. Daryl, I want you to sing that song about the one 
came running after me. What's that one? You know. Daryl knows. He can read my mind. He probably already had it queued up. And I want to be direct this morning. That listen, these opportunities to respond when the Holy Spirit is moving, they're so important. And the more that we say no to the Spirit, the easier it gets to say no to the Spirit. And then we can come into a service where the Holy Spirit is moving and to us it's just another time, it's just another service. And the Bible starts to talk about the conscience that gets seared, that becomes calloused to the moving of the Holy Spirit of God. And man, like I said, I'm going to be blunt this morning. If there's a pit in your stomach, if there is an uneasiness in your heart, if there is a tugging that keeps drawing you and you keep fighting it, man, I'm begging you this morning, don't fight it anymore. Maybe it's just that you've kind of wandered from the Lord. Maybe it's that you've just, you've kind of went adrift and you've went afar off and, and you just haven't been as close and you just simply need to draw nigh to him. You need to do something that is a response to the spirit that just lets God know. Isn't it amazing? That song that's so wonderful says, the only thing that I have, the only thing that I can give to you is this simple praise. God is not looking for a grand gesture. He's not looking for you to change the world. He is just looking for you to respond to what the Holy Spirit is doing. This morning, he might just be asking you to say, would you just walk down an aisle and praise me? He might just be simply asking, would you raise your hands in acknowledgement of how good I am? But you, your pride won't let you. But he's just simply asking you to do something simple. Would you do it? Maybe he's asking you to go and get somebody that you know can show you how to be saved. Maybe they've been helping you on your spiritual journey. And you know that this morning is the time to surrender. Maybe you've never felt it. Maybe he's chasing after you this morning. Listen, the Holy Spirit's moving. Don't say no when he's moving. Don't say no when he's moving. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
Sonia told me that. Yeah, Sonia told me that on Wednesday. And I, I said, she's going to give a testimony, so I'm not going to take it away from her. Thank you for sharing. Go ahead. So anybody knows me knows I don't like talking in front of people, but God just impressed on me to kind of give a testimony real quick. Mike's talking about the song and people who sit in church. And for years, I was, as a kid, I grew up in church, went to church when we got married. And uh, I got stagnant in church and stagnant my walk with Christ. And I was a guy who would come to church three times a week. I'd raise my hands. I would help. I would serve. And uh, my walk with Christ was just, it was fake. Uh, it was distant. I didn't yearn to be with God. And the reason I'm up here is I would just plead with you guys, if, if that's you, it's nothing to be embarrassed about that that you're in church and that you're you're serving, but your your walk is not with Christ where it should be. And and Mike said, when the Holy Spirit's tugging on your heart, don't ignore it. You don't know how many times you're gonna get to yeah. to make that change and what a difference in my life when yeah. I finally just surrendered to God and said, I'm done being fake, I'm done fighting. It was a change in my family's life. So I would just plead with you, if that's you today, come get it right. Don't don't wait. You never know when you're gonna get and we will all rejoice with you no matter how long yeah. you've been here. So. Amen. Amen. I've known Ben for a little while, and man, what the Holy Spirit's doing in his life. He is. He's a different guy, yeah. different man. Praise the Lord for it. Anybody else got testimony while we're going here, right? I mean, we didn't plan to do this, but that's pretty normal around here. Amen. Well, if not, listen, we always have opportunity. But I tell you, I feel like the Lord's telling us to sing this song for several reasons. And I know Harry's right here waiting. I know Willie's right here waiting. You need to come and get me. You want me to pray with you. Maybe it's somebody that you know that you need. Whatever it is, listen, the altar's open. The Holy Spirit's moving. You've heard it more than once. Don't say no this morning. Be obedient to what he's asking you to do. Go ahead. story of a runaway with no way home and no one too ashamed to think that you'd still know my name but love refused to let my story end that way
my heart it was my heart I couldn't stop my heart from beating over 200 beats per minute but during that whole thing it didn't hurt and God was with me I never had something like that before but God was with me and I knew it was okay I cried out to the Lord and it was okay he was there with me he held my heart and he is still holding my heart now whoever you are he carries your heart and he carries your burdens too if you'll just give them to him it's gonna be okay. He's here, and it's okay. Please trust him, please trust what he has for you right now. I know it's scary, but he's here, and it's okay. got a friend he's closer than a brother there is no judgment oh how he loves me I've got a friend and he is my strength he is my portion He's with me in the valley. He's with me in the fire. He's with me in the storm. Let all my life testify. Hallelujah. We are not. His mercy's enough 
His grace is sufficient. So come if you're needing forgiveness or healing. His mercies, it's enough. Oh, and this is our hope. Come
mock family, we were praying together. Two years ago at 4.30, Brother Mock went home to be with the Lord. And uh, we miss him. It was such a blessing here in our church, him and Miss Regina, and praise the Lord for him. I was sharing with them one of the very last conversations that I had with him was how much he was praying for that young man that's up in the choir this morning. And I'm sure he's shouting all over heaven this morning. Amen. And when we got done praying, Miss Regina said to me, do you know what she said, Daryl? She said, I stand amazed in the presence. So let's worship him this morning. Let's sing that together. Boy, I do. I stand amazed in the presence. And I wonder why in the world he would love me. But man, I'm glad he did. Amen. Let's sing it this morning. I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Oh. 